0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard We are back for a brand new season ahead of the league campaign Restarting this weekend In the news today, the Premiership captains met at Hamden With Scott Brown not looking too far ahead As the Hoops go for a third consecutive treble James Tavernier is eyeing trophies for Rangers As Craig Levine has his say on the Ibrox side's pursuit of Kyle Lafferty And the draw has been made for the last 16 of the Bet Fred Cup It is a Monday evening And that means this season you're joined by myself, Gordon Dunn Duncan, Alex Ray And the one and only Mr Hugh Keevans And we're under Stathers orders For the Championship Stakes The going is good to firm There's been one significant change of jockey Stevie G is now on board Rangers But can he overtake the bookies' favourite Celtic They've been over this course before Without putting a foot wrong And Brendan Rodgers is back in the saddle again Ladies and gentlemen Place your bets uh, Alex Ray <laughs> would you like to top that? How do you follow that? I don't know It's, it's three minutes past six And we've peaked already On the first show of the new season I don't give, John McCrick. give it a go anyway <laughs> No listen I have to say It's uh, one of these uh, seasons We're really looking forward to uh, Celtic I'll be looking to go for the treble again Stephen Gerrard in town And uh, you know Making some noises Looking to try and challenge Plenty of new faces at Ibrox as well Aberdeen are looking to spend big Up at Pataudry And uh, you know We'll get all the, all the action ahead, Gordon That's the beauty of it, Hugh Keevens Because what you'll find over the next 10 months or so Is that we won't agree on much Yeah. <laughs> but at three minutes past six on the first show of the season We are all in agreement That hopefully it's a fantastic season yep. And there is plenty to look forward to I'll say this to you and Alec Sport is all about competition It is the essence of sport We've had a wonderful last day to the Open here in Scotland We had epic five set matches at Wimbledon We had a World Cup in Russia That was better than anyone could have anticipated And now I think we've got an epic season in prospect here Because of the Steven Gerrard factor Celtic have had the country to themselves for seven years Under Brendan Rodgers, they have gone from invincibility to immortality with a double treble. To get a treble treble would just take the history book and throw it out the window. But I think that Steven Gerrard and the signings that Rangers have made mean that we are going to have a competition, a genuine competition this season. The league season hasn't even started. A few minutes into the first show back, Hugh Evans has already impersonated... A horse racing commentator yeah. He's spoken about golf and tennis I really don't know where we go from here If you want to inject some sense back to proceedings You know the number It's 0141 That's your number tonight And for the rest of the season To have your say Tell us what is on your mind You can contact us at Clyde SSB On Twitter as well 0141-951-1025 Let's take a look then guys This is the, the first night of the season Like we say That's that time Hugh Evans, When people can dream They can be positive mm-hmm. And I, I want to know generally for, te- for fans of teams All across the country What your aims And expectations are For this season So get in touch Let's kick off by hearing From Celtic captain Scott Brown He says it's a bit early To be talking about A potential treble treble and they'd rather focus on Champions League qualification and a good start in the league first. The hoop skipper believes the current squad is up there with the best he's ever played with, and he says the new pitch at Celtic Park could also help take them to a new level. The aim this season is just to take every game as it goes, uh, make sure we try and go as far as we can in the qualifiers and try and get into Champions League football, and then 
uh, on Saturday, start the league campaign with a good victory and a good performance as well. It's going to be the same again, and you're always going to get Aberdeen, you're going to get Hibs up there as well, you're going to get Hearts have brought in a, a lot of new players as well, so uh, we don't know too much about them yet, and yet so have Rangers, they've got a lot of new players as well. The squad's phenomenal, to be perfectly honest, and now, and I'm sure everyone will get the chance, and, and with the amount of games that we've got coming up as well, and, uh, we've had a great pre-season, and we need to make sure we kick on now in the Champions League qualifiers and in the league, and uh, but about the squad, the squad is probably as fit and as strong as it's been for a long time. And fitness levels, it's definitely right up there. Uh, Quality-wise, it's got to be up there as well because the football that we're playing as well. But I think the main thing for us this season is the pitch. The pitch is going to be in good condition all the way through throughout the season. Last year it was a bit, uh, a bit damp and a bit wet, and it was slow playing. It kind of stopped our kind of style of play a little bit. But uh, here's hoping we. This season we can go all the way through the season, we've got no excuses now, we've got a good pitch, we've got a great bunch of lads and we've got a great manager as well, so we need to make sure we start well and we push on and it's about playing good attractive football as well and winning games. Right, come on then, don't be shy, what are your hopes and expectations and dreams for the season ahead? Fans of all clubs, get in touch, 01419511025. Hugh Evans for Celtic, it is a, a very nice problem to have, but how do you go about topping a double treble? Well, I mean, the Celtic fans are dreaming of the treble, treble, of course, and at the back of their minds always the prospect of 10 in a row. But I repeat, I think that we'll get a genuine competition this season. I know that some Celtic fans, some, almost seem to take that as uh, an offensive statement to make. How could there be? Well, it'd be a danger to dismiss Rangers under Steven Gerrard and the signings that have been made. Rangers have been a laughing stock. I think I use the term advisedly, Alec, for the last two years. Celtic have had them every which way but loose. They have taken fives off them. They've taken four off them. They have three off them at Ibrox with 10 men against Rangers 11. They've had them every which way but loose. But I think there's a better Rangers now, a more solid professional Rangers now. I think that's one of the key issues. I think Stephen Gerrard's identified they've been bullied effectively. They've been overrun. Too much power and pace. And he's tried to inject that himself when you look at some of the, the signings that he's brought in. Stephen Gerrard over the summer. Guys like Arfield. Uh, McGregor and goal gives you that security. Uh, you know, you've got uh, Ajari from Liverpool, highly rated. You've got Siddiqui still to get up to, to pace. Uh, the boy Golson's been really impressive at the back. They've managed to give three clean sheets you oh. And that was one of the Achilles heel last year So he's, he's identified where Rangers have been shot They've been really poor last year at home uh, The home record was one of the worst in the 100 and odd years So that's something they'll have to improve on And again, is the, the weight of the badge Can they yeah. uh, step up to expectations? Gordon, I think we should embrace the concept of competition Celtic have made the marquee signing of Odds and Eduard They've paid good money for him They've got it all back, I would have to say, by selling Stuart Armstrong uh, and Eric Sviachenko going back home. I still think they should buy John McGinn. I'll happily leave that up to, to those who deal with the economics at Easter Road and at Celtic Park. But Celtic have outstanding players in Edouard and Dembele and in Sham. Uh, and throughout the side, Callum McGregor still looks a, a real player and James Forrest enjoying... Uh, a continuation of last season's form So it's all there We should embrace this Don't be dismissive Don't take offence Because you say that there might be an actual Proper league campaign Embrace it Enjoy it 
01419511025 Who's going to be the first caller of the new season? It is Scott in Barmulloch Hi Scott Evening guys Hello. Hi Scott Hi Scott Good evening True Yes sir First time last season If Mulmeri shells me correct You tipped the Rangers to win the league Was I correct in that? No you'd be wrong in that That was two seasons ago Two seasons ago It's so hard to keep up with all his bad predictions Scott yeah. I'll forgive you that one uh, Exactly Exactly so you predicted it. What, what is this you've seen in Rangers to think that they're going to mount a, real, a really good challenge? I watched most of their games. What I would watch any sort of rivals. I watch Aberdeen when they're playing. I watch Hibs when they're playing. Because I like to watch Scottish football as opposed to English football, which bores me. Uh-huh. I've not seen anything in any of the games to make me think that Rangers look as if they've got the goal scoring or the midfield guile. To be, a, to be any better than what last, the last season was uh-huh. Yeah they might be a bit better defensively But I've seen nothing midfield To worry me Or nothing up top That would worry me Well, first Where, of, where oh, do you see the big improvement Because I don't see it Well as, as I say Being complacent and dismissive Is not really advisable At the start of a season You should be open to All considerations At the back Last season Rangers were a joke uh, I think they dropped 27 points at Ibrox and uh, that contributed towards them finishing 12 points behind Celtic in the league. But at the same time, I would also invite you to uh, remember, Scott, that Celtic had 10 draws. They had four defeats. They dropped 32 points, which was remarkable given the season they had before then. We so come back in once finish you, yeah? It would be an absolute pleasure. Uh, so all I'm saying to you All I'm saying to you is I am not dismissing the possibility of anything I personally think that Celtic will win the league But I do embrace the idea of Rangers being far superior To anything they've had on their books for the last two years A greater professionalism A greater level of fitness as well And uh, if Morelos can continue to improve as he has done under Steven Gerrard, then the player who was mocked last season might be a source of danger to everyone this season. Well, my first reply to you there is you're saying about, um, about that Rangers have improved. Well, Brendan Rodgers has openly admitted, probably by the way his, selection, his, his team selection has went this season, that playing one up top for Celtic, especially at home, in Scottish games, it's just not on. We don't we don't give teams enough problems with one up top. He's now decided that he's spent nine million pounds on Edward, who's not going to be in the bench. By the way, he's going to be playing week in week out. So in my mind, that means that Brendan's going to do what he was thinking of doing. He's going three at the back, five in the middle, and two up front. Now that that then takes gives the Scottish teams more problems because we're then playing with two out and out strikers. Now that is a, that's the solution to the 10 You are talking about the draws there That then puts the draws That gives you more chance of not drawing games Because you're going to have more players on a part that will score goals One thing that, that Scott is probably hitting the head yeah. there Alex Is because of the transition Rangers are in yeah. The focus is on can Rangers be better And how much can they be better But on Scott's last point there there's a real possibility That Celtic will be much better this season Yeah well listen The, the one the one thing in Celtic's favour Is they have continuity they, they have more or less The same squad That have ran away with For the last couple of years By, by a canter really They've brought in Edward Who's Everyone agrees He's going to be a, a, a real talent 
It's interesting what Scott was saying there about the actual shape in which he played because the two years that Brendan Rodgers has been in Scotland, it's been a 4-2-3-1. So that may change the dynamics. How does that work? Because for me, Lustig is not a, a wing-back. How do you bring in the... Is it Gamboa? Does he play? I'm not really sure. He fancies him that much to, to oh. there. And then, so listen, there's lots of permutations in the way Celtic can play. Uh, if you want to go back and how they can actually change things about Rangers, I just mentioned at the, the top of the show there, they most certainly have to improve the home form. They have to do that because, and also the, the clean sheet last year was embarrassing, Hugh. Yeah. If you take the last game against Hibs, the manner in which they were defending was embarrassing. I know it's a great spectacle and it's 5-5, but when you step back and you go, something like this is embarrassing. So um, they have to improve in all these factors. And if you want to talk about scoring goals last year, albeit it wasn't against Celtic, Rangers scored more goals than Celtic last season. So for me, it was more of an issue sorting out the back door because you just could not keep a... This is why this is why it's good to be back. Well, I was going to say, Hugh, because the great thing about the, the period that we've had, and you can only learn so much from pre-season games and, sure. a, and a couple yeah. of qualifiers, is that most fans out there will be, quite rightly, feeling optimistic going forward. Yeah. Where, wherever you are, there, there are reasons to be cheerful. This is the time to be cheerful and optimistic because no competitive ball has been kicked yet so far as the league is concerned. Let me put it on record again On the 30th of July Hugh even said I think Celtic will win the title But I do look forward to And think we will get A proper competition at the top Keep your thoughts coming then On what you're aiming for this season What are your hopes for your team 01419511025 on the phones You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB Laura Thompson Uh I, I can sympathise with these words Laura says I feel like my life is back to normal <laughs> Now that Clyde SSB is back Don't we all And Kevin McHugh says 6pm Time for a relaxing bath With nothing but peace, quiet And Clyde SSB Imagine <laughs> Hugh Keevans Imagine <laughs> Hugh Keevans uh, Horse racing commentary Being the soundtrack To your relaxing bath That is, that is a worrying thought Are you thought. still looking for the soap? I think we uh, should move swiftly on Let's hear from James Tavernier He says the Rangers players should be aiming for nothing less than trophies this season And that's as well as making progress in Europe The defender also says they will benefit from a new look backline And claims they can only get better as they continue to play more games together We play for Rangers The expectation of playing for Rangers is to bring trophies back back to the club And you know, the fans expect it We expect it We've got, we've got all winning mentalities And you know, no one signed for this club to not win anything. So, our our aim is obviously to be in in competition with all the all the cups that we were, were in. As Rangers captain, how would you define success this season? What would be success this season for Rangers? It'd be challenging for the title. Um, you know, we're Rangers, so we we always have to be challenging for the title. Um, you can't expect nothing less. And we obviously want to do in the cup competitions, and we want to do well in Europa. We want to get a good performance on Thursday. Then we'll look onto onto the next stage, but we really want to do well in that. You know, obviously, what happened last season, we want to do well in this season. Well, there's obviously four new faces if you include Grigsy in goal. You know, we've got a brand new face of the the back four, so we've worked really hard at it so in the pre-season, and it's obviously paid off. You know, we've got five clean sheets in the games we played, and you know, we're we're obviously getting stronger and stronger as the games are getting on. We've got a great relationship with each other. And we've really shown that that grittiness of trying to keep a clean sheet if we're under the cosh. We know we're always going to create chances in in, in their fi- in, in the opposition's final third, but obviously we wanted to keep more goals out of our net. And I feel that the the players we have this season, um, we've got a good good chance of that. 
I was about to speak to Tom and Falkirk He's mysteriously disappeared I can now see him calling back So let's hold that thought And we will speak to Tom in Falkirk Here he is I think Hi Tom Hi, hi there Gordon How are you? you and uh, Alec Ray Hello uh, I've brought a few times last season as you well know And I'm delighted that they are back Because uh, I really miss Super Scoreboard what about, your, what about your team this season then Tom You're a Rangers fan Early days Well early days <laughs> What are you I'm thinking really, I'm really happy that Stephen Gerrard's got the job And I think they'll do well this season I've watched a couple of games And the way ties that they played in Europe And I'm very impressed with Conor Goldston Kuebaila looks good The I can't pronounce it Ozozari looks good Morelos is in fire just now And I think it looks promising If he can pick up the, the home form When they drop the Improving the home form Which was diabolical last season But it's letting them down They might get a wee bit closer to Celtic Alex, I, just hope, so I just hope I think they can do well What do you think yourself Alex? Alex what I was going to say on Tom's point there is obviously early days But you can only base it on what you've seen so far If you're looking for an obvious area of improvement yeah. for Rangers It does seem to be that back line Not conceded during this kind of pre-season And European qualifying Yes, bigger tests are still to come But it's the obvious thing that jumps out at you Compared to last season, isn't it? Yeah, without doubt When uh, when Stephen Gerrard was speaking He says they need to sort the back line out And and when you go back to Graham Souness' time He brought in Woods and Butcher and the likes And he sorted it out for the back And worked his way forward Now last year, as I've mentioned before Rangers were pretty uh, not bad going forward against More or less everyone apart from Celtic oh. So, But they have to improve in that aspect as well Gordon Because if they're going to get closer to Celtic They need to put more of a threat in front of goal But they also have to keep the back door I totally agree The boy uh, Golston for what I've seen so far And I have to say I don't consider pre-season friendlies I don't read too much into them Gordon I don't get too excited if it's a win or a draw um, But it can generate confidence And it can get you on the front foot The, the European exploits I thought the first couple of games There was periods where they were kind of on the front foot they were dull and what I do like about Steven Gerrard's shoe is one of his first European game he, he came out publicly and had a pop at his front line and says this is not acceptable we need more so he's demanding more from the off you normally get the usual rhetoric from managers going oh we're just a couple of days in and it's early doors and yeah. all that so anyway I think the important thing is is you know it's encouraging from Rangers from that point of view Tom very quickly what does success Look like for Rangers this season What is a realistic aim What's going to make you happy come May um, Possibly go for it this, the next season So, so we, we lost you a wee bit at the start Say that again I think if we get a wee bit closer to Celtic this season uh, They'll be quite happy And then go for it the, the, the following season Right so, so you'd settle for second yes. And closer than the, the points also, gap in previous you, seasons You should go for Lafferty well, I'll tell you something. We're going to get to Kyle Lafferty in just a second. We're going to... There's a pressure on Rangers because I, I think that Tom has set his sights too low. Uh, I think Rangers supporters are looking for a trophy. One of the two cup competitions, at least. They've spent seven years getting absolutely nothing uh, and they've spent, in real terms, this summer, more money than Celtic have because, as I say, Odson Edward was paid for by the sale of... Stuart Armstrong to Southampton and Eric Sviachenko going back home. So there's a pressure on them because Stephen Gerrard doesn't come cheaply and Gary McAllister and all the players who've come in and the millions that have been spent. I think there's a pressure on Rangers to win a trophy. We've already heard from the likes of Celtic captain Scott Brown and we're going to hear from Stephen Gerrard after the travel with Amber. 
is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Every night from 6 till 8 First Clyde One Super Scoreboard of the season is upon us In the company of Alex Ray and Hugh Keevens Why don't you join us? You can do that in a number of ways You can tweet us at Clyde SSB Or you can give us a call 01419511025 Let's talk recruitment, shall we? And this of course goes out to fans of all clubs Because you've all been recruiting To a certain extent During the summer So get in touch Let us know Are you impressed With your team's business So far If so Why And if not What business Does your team still need to do Before that window closes 01419511025 Or you can tweet us At Clyde SSB Let's hear a bit from Stephen Gerrard He refused to be drawn On the club Having a bid rejected For Kyle Lafferty But he did admit That a deal for Man City defender Keen Bryan is dead The Rangers boss says He is in a rush To bring in more players Ahead of the new season But is happy With the business He's managed so far I've got nothing to say about it He's a hard player um, In terms of numbers of bids I'm, I'm not aware I'm not aware Is the deal for Keen Bryan Definitely finished? Yes You maybe want to have A 10 to half targets now? Well we've, we've had Loads of targets that we've been monitoring and looking at. Unfortunately, you know we couldn't get an agreement uh, with with Kane. He wants to keep his options open. We respect that. Um, so yeah, you know we, you can see quite clearly today that we need a, a centre back. Um, so that is definitely an area that we're trying to add in, and hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later. Oh, I'm in a rush. Alan's been uh, fantastic. You know he's like having a, a captain and a leader in there. He, he knows what this club's about. Alan doesn't really need a manager. He manages himself and he makes sure you know his standards are top top every day. Being absolutely delighted with him, and the two lads are, are fighting it out and pushing him. Um, as I said to you at the beginning of the season, I don't really like naming me keepers one, two, and three. I just want good goalkeepers around me. Goalkeepers who I trust. Um, I trust the three of the lads but um, unfortunately there's n- it's impossible to keep three goalkeepers happy we're really happy with our, our defensive shape and our organisation and, and, and the lads are protecting the goal very very well um, and, and that's the idea and the base that we are looking for but I had a good idea with the signings and the changes we made that we could make an improvement of course but it's still going to take time we're not, we're not the finished team or squad by, by any means but I'm certainly pleased with that aspect. Connor and Nicola have been absolutely top draw, and, and so's Alan. That triangle's been perfect so far. Get your thoughts in then on that bid for Kyle Lafferty, and of course, to fans of all clubs, your recruitment so far. Happy or not? 0141 John is a Celtic fan in Coat Bridge. John, what have you made of your team's business so far? I, I, I still think Brendan will bring a few people in, but as I, was, I was going to make a point, I think the best signing we've made. Is that new pitch? I think they'll absolutely annihilate teams on that. Know what I mean, the slick, the passing. There's one of the previous callers put on about playing two up top. I think it'll really, it will do well with two up top if he sticks to it. Know what I mean? In, in the, the domestic football. But my point I'll is, I'll tell you what. Let's, let's address that first, John, and then I'll let you make another point, Alec. Yeah, it is a fair point. Brendan Rodgers made no secret for a long, long time that he wanted an improved playing surface at Celtic yeah. Park. And managers, they don't just do this because it looks nice They do it no. because they think it's going to have an impact on the football that they play Yeah, without doubt, I think they've spent a fortune It's a million pound or so So, you know, it makes a difference uh, With the technology they have as well They have the lights throughout the winter So it'll be like a bowling green for most of the season You ain't going to uh, spend that kind of money And not have it like a bowling green So that will suit them Because middle to front Celtic are probably as good as anyone in the country If not the best team uh, So, you know, they will try and utilise that They'll try and get the high tempo that Brendan demands so it'll be money well spent, Gordon, because there's been these kind of uh, problems with teams 
grown like hearts effectively grown the grass a little bit longer to try and gain an advantage and uh, so Celtic will have that cut down as you'd imagine and, and, and slick as you would like so uh, that's most certainly going to benefit Celtic perfect case for Celtic Saturday Livingston everyone's tip to go straight back down again uh, and they'd be mine as well uh, so on the super slick new Celtic Park pitch uh, Celtic ought to expose the golf and it is a golf between themselves and Livingston they'd be looking for Celtic to run up a good score and Hugh the, the headline piece of business for Celtic is obviously a club record fee paid for yeah. Odson Edward early signs are that it looks like he's well on his way to repaying some of that he started yeah. the season very well and of course for Celtic Hugh, or for, for any team you're aiming to get yourself into a situation where you don't have to do loads of business every summer that, that's sure. the whole point so perhaps that's what we're seeing from Celtic this year but I repeat Brendan Rodgers has made Celtic tens of millions of pounds over two years as manager from qualification for the Champions League and other things besides Celtic have plenty of money left do they have though the inclination to buy other players uh, Odson Eduard well, what, do they, what do they need then in well, your mind because I, I, they're not I, just going to spend it for the sake of it are they to my mind they still need a central defender Okay, I, I am not I'm sorry I'm not buying into Dedrick Boyata went to the World Cup in Russia and came back a much better defender I mean Celtic uh, are, going to, are hoping to get him on a new deal So that doesn't look like well, Brendan you know, Rodgers shares I, your thoughts I, Well that, that, that's of course Brendan's prerogative But the return of Super Scoreboard Super Scoreboard Super Scoreboard <laughs> tonight Means that we are all entitled to our opinion Brendan yeah. Rodgers included And John on the line as well And I'd invite John When I say I, I, I don't think that uh, Simonovic and Boyata uh, Are necessarily Top class defenders And I think that's shown When Celtic play In the Champions League Group stages I still think With Jack Henry A young man Work in progress Call it what you will And the same applies To Christopher Ayer I still think John Celtic need A central defender I, I totally agree with you As I said I've always said to you I, I agree, One thing I agree on Is Boyata I think Boyata Is absolutely garbage And he, he doesn't become A better player overnight Going to the World Cup and apparently, if it's supposed to be seven, eight, maybe nine, ten million, West Ham or Fulham are going to buy him. I'll drive him down there myself. You know what I mean? Personally, I would, I would stick the young Ayer and Henry in the in the Champions League and that just to give them, you know, a chance. I mean, maybe they won't qualify this year. But I, I think that's too, da- no, too dangerous. Too dangerous. <laughs> no, listen. There's no way he's going to get. If these boys are back fit, Boyata and Simunovic, they start. Well, Ayer, Ayer will probably. Well, Ayer. Yeah. But what I'm saying is. I find it fascinating that people see me. I actually quite like Boyata. I know he's culpable at certain times where he actually makes the odd error. But in the main, he has all the attributes. Physically strong, defensively, offensively at set plays, pace, strength. If one thing, he could probably improve with the ball a little bit. However, you know, who who are they going to get you? Are they going to go and spend £10 million having to pay 50, 60 grand a week for the going rate? Because whoever Celtic are actually trying to identify... Teams in England will be trying to look at these because it's such a small pool of people. Everybody's looking at the same type of players. Uh-huh. They've got four. They've got four players who are very able in that position. Are they going to add a, somebody that's eight, nine million, ten million pound to that defence? I can't see it. I, but, I just can't know, see it. The world's a big place, Alec. And when Olivier and Sham came here, uh, and Celtic paid good money for him to be absolutely fair to the club, paid good money in excess of four million pounds. No one really was aware 
of Olivier and Sham and the potential that he possessed. So you can find yourself a defender uh, that's better than what you have already. And I believe that is an area and remains an area of vulnerability for Celtic. If you're looking at ways to improve from one season to the next, to Alex, it's not yeah. always about recruitment, is it? Because if you're Brendan Rodgers, you're certainly going to hope that we're now about to see the best of Olivier and Cham. You're hoping that Odson Edwards only yeah. going to get better. I don't know who else Tom Rogic had a good season Whoever it may be It's not only about recruitment Of course it's very very yeah. important But sometimes it's about getting more out of what you've already got as well Well I, I have to give uh, Brendan Rodgers all the, the praise in the world Because he came in after Ronnie Dale And it was You know he got a tune out of these guys To a level That was no one could actually imagine James Forrest has actually gone to another level as well Gordon uh, McGregor's improved um, You know Tierney's What he is he's, he's a machine So you look at all these aspects Now the, the for me, I think Celtic still need a right back because if Lustig gets injured, then yeah. there's you know I think that's a problem area for them. But they're really strong throughout. They've got an academy that delivers time after time as well. So when you take all that into consideration, it might be just nipping and tucking. But I'd be really surprised if it were just bringing one player in. I'd expect maybe at least another one or two uh, to, to complement what's already there. John, make your final point quickly if you can, please. I just to go on the Kyle Lafferty touching that. Mm-hmm. I still think. Uh, the Rangers fans, the old club, I'm not being a, I think the old club here. I'll, would you call it? I'll still hate Kel Laffey for leaving him in the lurch when they went into liquidation. I don't think. Would you call it? They forgave him for doing that. I just want to know think Alec and you think of that one. Well, so. Alec, Alec is probably in tune with that as well. I'll we'll get your thoughts in a second, Hugh. Obviously, remember Kel Lafferty. Yep. That was one of the, the controversial exits, if you like, from Ibrox yeah. back in 2012. Yep. Well, listen, uh, McGregor's back as well. I'm sure he exited at that time, so he's been welcomed back. I don't think it's an issue for the majority of. Rangers fans who have seen I don't even think we'll actually know the dynamics because of the Charles Green did they offer them new content how the club has gone forward so for players to look at their their own security however he could be an asset for Rangers purely for the point of view as he can score against Celtic and if they can get him for the right amount of money that all parties are happy I would welcome him back purely from that point what do you make of this Kyle Lafferty business Hugh? You heard Stephen Gerrard in the audio we played Refusing to be drawn on it Craig Levine though said that his head Has been turned a little Yeah, And uh, he described the offer as disappointing So we perhaps expect Rangers to go back in With a follow up offer For a guy who did score 19 goals last season What do you make of it all? I think his head will have gone in a 360 degree turn Never mind just <laughs> turned I think it would be his head's gone like the exorcist now uh, And uh, it's the problem that Hearts have in, in bringing him back You know, if the move to Rangers didn't happen in this transfer window Would he be the same player uh, Because of the disappointment caused? But I'll tell you, if he does go back to Rangers It's another example of the Gerard factor Because if Mark Warburton or Pedro Cachinha Had suggested bringing back Kyle Lafferty Then those who were opposed to players who left Rangers at the time when they went down to the lower orders of Scottish football, they would handle it this time because if Stephen Gerrard says it's okay, then it's okay by them as well. Well, let me get the thoughts of Paul and Bridgeton, who is a Rangers fan. Paul, Kyle Lafferty, is he a player you would like to see back at Rangers? How far should the club push the boat out to get him? How are you doing, guys? How are you doing? And I hope you have a good evening. Hello. Hi there. What's your question? Um, but. Sammy's ever got really. I mean, he did leave us when the boat was sinking, and now the money's come back. He wants to come back, you know. Um, 
But what can you say? It's like Alex said, and Alex, you're one of my heroes, mate, because I'm a mere Wolf fan for all through. <laughs> Glad to hear that. You know, um, I wish he'd come back to Mirwall, to be honest with you, and give us a hand, although we've been doing that well. <laughs> think you still cut it? No, I can't move. Get man. the old Puma Kings out. <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, get, your, so get, your, get your glory going as well, mate. You do us proud, you know what I mean? Uh, um, it, I just, to be honest with you, you know what Ranger fans are like? They like Celtic fans. They're really fickle. And I think there's a hell of a lot of fans that ain't going to take to him coming back. And I, you can see, I can see it just causing problems in the end. What about and the it, football side of it then, Paul? Let, let's for one second put that side of it to bed because I want to know what you make of him as a, as a footballer. Is, is, he, is, he a, a, is he a player that you would like to see back because of what he can bring to the team? Oh, absolutely. I mean, like you said, he can score against Celtic. He can. He's, 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 he's definitely got the talent, the boy. Do you know what I mean? But it's. I'll be, yeah, I'll be pleased to see him come back to be quite honest with you but uh, if he does it just depends on being, the money being right doesn't it what is the money being right then that's the question We've how many times have we been down this road we had well, Jimmy Walker last season yeah. if you even look at it from a Celtic perspective we've got John McGinn teams do put in bids that get knocked back I know we get very yeah. uh, upset about that but, <laughs> but, but you know but it happens yeah uh, they've started at 200,000 uh, Hearts are not having that There's talk of a £300,000 bid I'd imagine that Hearts say We're not having that either I would have thought that Half a million Would have secured you Kyle Lafferty Yeah I think I think a half a million pound Would probably be getting into his last I mean he's Hearts best player Isn't he really Or, or yeah. certainly thereabouts He's 30 year old Alex He's not exactly finished yet Nowhere near no. it So could you put a fee on it? Is it well, possible? Well, what I'm saying is It's really down to what Rangers want To try and get the guy for What they're willing to sell Hearts Both parties need to be Attuned to it they're, they're going to accept But from a practical point of view This is a guy that scored Three goals against Celtic last year uh-huh. He gave them problems Time after time Something that the if, Rangers they, Couldn't do they, they couldn't do it Gordon And, and they, they struggled badly Last year against them They were very comfortable Throughout the, the, the team This guy brings a different uh, Option to Rangers They've obviously got the Morelos Who has uh, You know Scored a lot of goals Against everyone else You've got the boy Sadiq Omar Sadiq How we He's still to get up to top top fitness level. You've got Ajari backing them up. So they've got options now. Whereas last year they didn't really have that. Kenny was in and out, kind of coming to the end of his career. So uh, Kenny Miller. So, you know, it's options for Rangers and they need that to change the game up. On Twitter, John Campbell sticking up for Dedrick Beata. Not as bad as people make out to get better. Look at the bang average Harry Maguire, £60 million. Pounds. Uh, and another one here as well I like GM's optimism Hugh The Celtic fans will like his optimism He says French Eddie and Musa Will score plenty of goals We won't even need defenders <laughs> There we go So you can tweet us At Clyde SSB Give us a call More where that came from After the travel with Amber Clyde One Super Scoreboard Scoreboard Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Get in touch on the phones Or on Twitter at Clyde SSB as well We were talking all things recruitment So it doesn't matter who you support Why not get in touch and tell us what you've made of your team's business So far Are you happy? What else do you think needs to be done? 1025 uh, is on He says Would someone mention the facts please? Lafferty's into his last year Hence the low bid And another one here is I think I'm in a bit of trouble We're only 47 minutes into the new season Andy says Come on Gordon Kyle Lafferty Isn't even Hart's best forward Never mind their best player I don't know He was their best player last season Surely he was Or or one of them That's all I mean Well we got a wee glimpse into the future yesterday With Uchi 
Piazu playing. He's been practicing that all afternoon, by the way. I arrived here about two o'clock. He was five minutes behind me, the first time I've ever been here before Hugh Keevans, and he was practicing that pronunciation. Give us it again. Uchi Piazu. Well done. Uh, Carry on. And he was terrific yesterday. I was speaking to Alec yesterday because I was so enthused by the, the Hearts game. Rarely do you see five goals as good as they scored, scored by one team in one game. They were. Terrific signings You're talking about Recruitment Gordon Ben Garuccio Looks a player uh, the, the the young man Callum Morrison uh, In the wide position Putting in great balls uh, There was a lot To be pleased about If you were a Hearts fan uh, But with regard To Lafferty though uh, I do think That £200,000 Is derisory The war dances Will go on And my gut feeling Is that he'll go back To Rangers Because if Hearts Eventually don't Let him go back To Rangers Then it might be petted lip time We mentioned hearts Alex But that sort of leads me nicely On to the next point This is Glasgow This is Clyde One yeah. Super Scoreboard Of course we opened the show Talking about where Celtic go from here And how much Ground Rangers can make up And so on I think it's wildly unfair On the likes of Aberdeen Absolutely. and Hibs To not give them a mention Let's not forget Aberdeen have been second The last number Four of years, seasons yeah. um, Hibs acquitted themselves Ever so well So Perhaps it's not as simple as trying to figure out which order the Glasgow clubs come in. Without a doubt, uh, I, I think one of the good things for Aberdeen as well, they've tried to uh, set, recruit a striker. Uh, sometimes it be- becomes a chore over the summer when you're you know that that's your main one that you want to bring in. Rooney's obviously going down down south to Salford. They've identified one or two targets and missed out. And that's what I'm saying. How hard that is to try and get these guys over the line. It may well be a case that Derek has to wait until. Uh, some clubs down south uh, You know Get their, their, their squads up to speed as well Before they can get one in Louis Maltz Also over there And then you've got Neil Lennon uh, Factor as well You know The league's really geared up Brilliantly There's yeah. so many factors You've got Alan Stubbs Back into the mix as well Along the road That's St Mirren here Uh so it'll be interesting to see how he does as well. Because Hugh, I mean, I get it. I understand why people are going to look at Rangers and see what they can do. Can mm. they improve after what's been a really tough couple of years? But you simply, even even if it doesn't come to fruition, you simply have to mention Aberdeen right in that conversation as and that's justified because of what they've done in the last couple of seasons. All credit to Derek McInnes. They've spent four years being the second best team in the country. You just wonder though With the loss of A player like Kenny McLean uh, uh, You know People have made out uh, Well I suppose Ryan Christie as well In many yeah, respects uh, And who, Rooney Who was also Ryan Christie was also uh, Very very influential Whenever he played for Aberdeen the, the loss of Adam Rooney Has been made To sound like The death of Scottish football For some reason Man goes to Salford Yes the fifth tier Of English football Man goes to Salford For £4,000 a week Double what he's getting at Aberdeen What's not to understand here? And Duke Evans Cast your mind back about 45 minutes or so When I said this is the one The one show of the season Where everyone can be optimistic Yeah Because nothing's happened yet You can be optimistic I stand corrected Matthew Roberts is on Twitter He says Good to have you back guys Dundee United fan uh, The best signing was re-signing Fivey but I would prefer a new manager Not looking forward to the season at all Laszlo gone yeah. by October Well There was a shocking Betfred Cup uh, And I, I do worry about Dundee United Because they had a They had A terrific Supporter base And it seems to be dwindling uh, On the back of disillusionment There's always disillusionment About who's in the boardroom And why are they there uh, there's certainly disillusionment about Shabba Laszlo. The bookies have established him as the number one favourite to 
be the first man to go from the manager's office this season. So I, I do understand the concerns. Uh, to go back to the, the top league, uh, if Neil Lennon were to lose John McGinn to Celtic, on top of Dylan McGeer, then it's a lot to compensate for. 01419511025 is the number you need to get in touch on this first night of the new season. Let's speak to Alex in Darville. Hi, Alex. Hi, yeah, how's it going? All good, Alex. What's your point tonight? So, I mean, just on the Lafferty point of view, I mean, it's just my personal opinion, obviously, but I, I think it's natural to the Rangers are even trying to get back to the team. I mean, we signed him in 2008, which was 10 years ago. Honestly, I don't think he's got any better than what he was back then. He left the team high and dry when they were in a financial position that wasn't very clever. Um, and we're now in a position where we're bringing in new players, we've got a new manager, we're looking to move forward. And I personally think that bringing Lafferty in will be a step backwards. What's the biggest factor though, Alex? Are you talking about the fact that you don't rate him as a footballer? Or are you unhappy about the way he left? I know you mentioned both there, but what what, what annoys you the most, so to speak? Both of them really, but I mean, as a player, I don't really rank him that high. I mean, we, we've, we've got a wee nickname for him, we used to call him Flaffity, because every time he got the ball, he would either give it away or give it away and then try and dive into somebody else to get it back. I mean, he's, he's, he's just unreliable, he's not consistent, he's, he's basically just out there to get yellow cards and get shouted at, do you know what I mean? He's, well, perhaps Ale- the other Alex, Alex Ray, I mean, is a guy who managed 19 yeah. goals for Hearts last season. No, listen. Be, is, is, is the other Alex being a bit unfair? Well, listen, he's he's entitled to his opinion, Alex. But um, I, when I when I see him, I see him causing Celtic problems last year. So it gives you a yardstick of where he is. I, I agree. When I first seen him initially, I thought he was a bit gangly. He done some stupid things. He occasionally thrown himself to the ground trying to get people booked. I think he's actually matured a little bit. I know he said he's off the field issues, but in terms of causing people problems particularly at this level in Scotland mm. for me it's a no-brainer you know if you can nick him for four or five hundred grand then by all means take him I, I get the fact that people will go can't forgive him for, for walking away in troubled times but we are where we are Alan McGregor's back the manager's on uh, on record as saying that he's uh, dependable don't need to manage him so if you can get that same tune out of Lafferty that you know the, the, the manager has Stephen Gerrard and Alan McGregor Then you may well get A, a, a proper footballer here are they, are they to be Considered the unforgiven Because they went away At that particular time I mean the, the, the nature of football Is that Lee Wallace stayed And For me It set Lee Wallace's career back It killed his international career Stone dead And he ends up With all the trouble At the end of last season Thank you for your efforts are they the unforgiven? Why? Why? Because they, they, they were protecting themselves, Alec. And you know in the game of football you have to protect yourself because one day a club will get rid of you. Final final word to you, Alex, on the line. No worries. I, I, I mean, he's a more fair point there. I mean, he's he certainly matured a wee bit, but I, I still think that I might have been Hearts best player there and scored 19 goals being against Celtic last season. But I mean, I, I just think it's time to bring in the younger guys. Let them get their shots. I mean, I hope Stevie G does well. I mean, in all fairness, Stevie G could get a wee couple of games. A cameo. I don't, a bit of a theme developing here, Hugh Keevans, about a older, shall we say, midfielder. So with a Millwall fan wanting Alex Ray to get the boots yeah. back on, uh, considerably younger than you, to be fair, is Stephen Gerrard. That was Alex and Darvel's suggestion. So I'm not sure we're going to see that anytime soon. Well, as I say, Adam Ray at the age of 30 goes to Salford and apparently it's the end of Scottish football as we know it. Uh, but with regard to Kyle Lafferty, 
Is it Mark Allen that wants him in at Ibrooks, or does Stephen Gerrard really want him in at Ibrooks? Because it's the first subject that I've heard Stevie Gerrard clam up on when he was asked uh, about Kyle Lafferty, he's a Hearts player. Beat the pundit with goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Now what a way to kick off the week And kick off the new season On Clyde One Super Scoreboard By potentially being the first contestant And first winner of Beat the Pundit Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray have been studying all summer long They're standing by But they need someone to play against If that someone is you Then dial the number right now 01419511025 And it could be you playing Beat the Pundit after the news your say Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Alex Ray here with me Gordon Duncan on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard the first of the new season with the league campaign set to get underway in a matter of a couple of days time join us on the phones or on Twitter we're going to look back on the League Cup and look at the draw which was last night and a couple of the TV fixtures have been announced today as well we'll get to that after this the pundit with goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL, and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Beat the pundit music's new, caught me a little bit off guard there, sounded a little bit different in the past, but okay, I'll go with it. Let's meet tonight's contestant, James Ballantyne, is a Rangers fan from East Kilbride. Hi, James. Hey, Daniel, you alright? Not too bad at all. You feeling confident? No pressure. The first beat the pundit contestant of the new season, gonna handle it. Uh- We'll give it a go See how we go on That's all you can really do Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray Are both standing by We will toss the coin um, I've left my trusty pound coin at home So I'm on to one pence Things can only get better Cheap As game. the season progresses Hugh Keevans is going to be heads Alex Ray is tails And it is a baptism of fire For Alex Ray On Ooh. the first Monday night Of the new season James up against Alex Let's give Alex some Clyde 2 To listen to So that he can't steal your answers James No problems That's excellent And we'll get the clock up and running So it's 30 seconds Head to head As many questions right as you can You can pass Here is your chance To beat the pundit Are you ready? I'm ready Go for it Who did France beat In the quarter finals Of the World Cup? Pass What Scottish football stadium Is to host rugby's Pro 14 final in May? Murrayfield Which player scored His first MLS hat-trick At the weekend? Ibrahimovic Which defender today Left Rangers by mutual consent? Bruno Alves what is former referee Clattenberg's first name? Mike Ziggy Gordon has played for Hamilton and which other Scottish team? Oh, the goalkeeper Okay, let's bring Alex Ray back Feeling nervous? Absolutely bottling A little bit Has he got new glasses over the summer as well, Alex Ray? I can tell you this doesn't really work on radio So he's um, he looks a bit different But he looks I was going to say he looks more intellectual But I can't, I can't, I can't I'm sorry I, I can't very tell why. It's time to tell the truth about the Alex Ray glasses. Go on then. Is there a story? I must have missed this. Three euros they cost them. Three euros. Three and a half in the, the local Chinese shop in, uh, <laughs> in, in the Algarve last week. Yeah, honestly. And, uh, well, I actually went out with a good pair, but I couldn't find them. I couldn't see them. There we are. Listen, if you can't beat a man who's got three and a half euro glasses on, James, I don't hold much hope for you. But let's give I'm, Alex. I'm in trouble. Uh, let's give Alex a whirl and see how he gets on with these questions. Are you ready, Alex? Yeah, absolutely. Right, same set to you. Thirty seconds starts now. Who did France beat in the quarterfinals of the World Cup? Belgium. Which Scottish football stadium is to host rugby's Pro 14 final in May? Murrayfield. Which player scored his first MLS hat trick over the weekend? Russell 
who has left Rangers today by mutual consent. Cardozo. Uh, what is former referee Clattenburg's first name? Mark. Uh, Ziggy Gordon has played for Hamilton and which other Scottish team? Patrick Thistle. And final one, mascot Terry the Terror is associated with which Scottish club? Quick. Quick. Clyde. Okay. Right, James, you've heard Alex in his three and a half euro glasses. Um, what, what, how do you make? What do you think, James? Confident? Uh, he's done me. He's been about three, four, one there. I think. Mm, let's go through them. Um, okay, let's see. Who did France knock out of the World Cup quarterfinals? It was Uruguay. Oh. So you both got that wrong. Nil nil. Really great start to the new season. Right. Uh, and it didn't. It didn't get any better. In fact, it might have hit an all-time low already. The clue is in the question, gentlemen, Alex and James. Which Scottish football stadium? Is set to host Rugby's Pro 14 Celtic Park Football Stadium And you both said Murrayfield Now I know it has been used as a football stadium But don't even start me It was Celtic Park Hugh Evans is on the money Finally we got up and running Which player scored his first MLS hat-trick over the weekend It was Zlatan Ibrahimovic Alex You went for Was was that Johnny Russell? Uh, So 1-0 to James after three questions Really good standard to kick us off Uh, Who left Rangers today by mutual consent? Fabio Cardoso one all after four Lovely. questions. There we are. An equaliser. What is former referee Clattenburg's first name? Uh, Alex went for Mark. James went for Mike, which is kind of close, but it's, it's ultimately not right. So it's a two-one to Alex Ray. And I must say, he did he stretch his advantage? Ziggy Gordon's played for Hamilton and Partick Thistle. It didn't matter that you made an absolute mess of the last one. Terry the Terror. Dundee United Dundee United Terriers There we go uh, So it was 3 to Alex Ray 1 to James Ballantyne From East Kilbride Hardline James Ah James yep. not Well done Alex Well Thanks, done partner. you played well mate Cheers Good man There we are And that's us up and running For a new season of Beat the Pundit Alex Ray holds his <laughs> arms aloft that's, that's not, Is that a Bruni celebration You're doing there no? What's that? Is that the, the Bruni <laughs> celebration? I celebration? I was just wondering Do you see there. him more than me? I was just wondering there I just thought that the Things I didn't expect to see In the studio Was Alex Ray raises his arms aloft it's After that, that Beat the Pundit victory We'll be back same time tomorrow night On that one 01419511025 On the phones uh, Bill is going to be next up In Jordan Hill We'll speak to him in a second But a bit of news today Hugh Keevans The draw for the Betfred Cup yeah. was, was yesterday yeah. um, I'll quickly run through them Aberdeen St Mirren Dundee Air Dunfermline Hearts Hibs Ross County Livy Motherwell Partick Celtic Which has been moved to the lunchtime game On television 12.30 yeah. kickoff On the 18th of August Queen of the South St Johnson And of course Rangers Go to Comarnock. That's been moved to Sunday the 19th. That's on television as well. I hope that Patrick Thistle's luck is as good as it has been this weekend because Air United go to Fairhill, beat them 2-0. The following day, Inverness Cali Thistle only need to avoid losing by no more than 3-0 at Tynecastle. No, they flopped that one as well. They lose 5-0. Patrick Thistle go into the competition as a result of that defeat. And then they draw Celtic, get the full house at Fair Hill, get the telly money. Lovely jubbly. The the Commandant Rangers game stands out for me purely for the point of view as Commandant done brilliantly against uh, Rangers last year. Was it three wins? And Celtic, to be fair. I mean, yeah. the run under Stevie Clark was just phenomenal, phenomenal wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it would be interesting to see if they can hit the ground running in uh, domestic uh, league the, duty. The, the Malumbu factor will be the, uh, the yeah. important thing because what a player he was for them and he's no longer there. But... Stevie Clark, you cannot quibble with the job that he's done. How do we look back on the group stages briefly then? What did we learn? I think well, that would be the third season in. Are we still yeah. a fan of the format? So much to play for before the league season even kicks off. But what I do know is the pressure that gets put onto managers, uh, mm. you know, who don't really get off to a good start, God. And, you know, I was looking at some of the St. Mirren stuff last week. Some of the comments were, oh, I couldn't believe after three games that they were actually 
saying that it was the wrong choice. It was the you move on and uh, big so, one at the weekend. To be fair, yeah, well, yeah. To, to credit to them, you know, six six nil got them effectively into the group stages. Uh, Shaba up at Dundee United as well, bang under pressure. I was speaking to my friend who's a Dundee United fan, saying he's got to go. As as one of the guys on Twitter earlier was saying as well, so it very much puts you under pressure. And yeah. there were some freak results as well because it's so early in the season, but it's competitive football, Gordon. For me, it, it works. Yeah, Dundee United are the early concern um, in the Championship because. I mean Hamilton Premiership Club didn't they didn't manage to yeah, progress either. Well, they're, they're the concern. Couple of examples. They're the concern in the the Premiership. Uh, Dundee United in the Championship every year without fail. We tip Hamilton Ackies to go down, and one of these years we might be right, and this might be the one. But I think Gordon, there will be a league of halves and have nots. I think we'll have six teams: Celtic Rangers, Hearts, Hibs, Aberdeen, and Kilmarnock in the top six. And I think the rest face a long, hard season. You know, I think your your team, Gordon, may well uh, come up in uh, a little challenge as well. Motherwell, do you think they can push Kilmarnock for that sixth spot? Well, so if you finish seventh one season and you, and you get to two cup finals, it's only natural, I guess, to, to aim for sixth. But, but Hugh's right, there's just so little between most of the teams, aren't there? And we've had an interesting period in Scottish football, both of you were. You know, there were a couple of seasons there where you know Hearts and Hibs were yep. completely out of it. Yeah. You know, slowly but surely, the table's got a bit more of a familiar look about it. If you look at most people's predictions, yeah, and a lot of that is based on finance as well. You know, Livy are there, and good luck to them. Promotion on a back-to-back basis. I wasn't even the most optimistic Livingston fan this yeah. time last season. Who could not have possibly predicted what happened? Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, Alan Stubbs at St Mirren's lost Lewis Morgan to Celtic. Uh, And we'll see what difference that makes to everything Uh, You never like to see a team losing six goals at home Even in a friendly Even against uh, Alex, beloved Sunderland Uh, So that's not a good sign But as you say, they came back Scored six themselves against the Barton But just for me the bottom six is as predictable as the top six, I think. Look at look at look well, at Hugh Evans has think, confidence in his own predictions, yeah, and we're think, not even think, out of July. This is on about finances, Hugh. I would suggest that Kamala are punching well above the weight. You know, Dundee will be looking to have a far better season as well because they they recruit some decent players. You know, uh, mm. always helps though when you get a millionaire running the place in Billy Bowie at the uh, at Kilmarnock. So, and as I say, I. I the utmost confidence in the manager He's just solid And he'll do a job Keep your thoughts coming then On all things season ahead Whether it be recruitment Whether it be pre-season Predictions Hopes for the future Let us know 01419511025 You can tweet us At Clyde SSB Miss Doc is on She says it's back Roll on Saturday For the league kickoff. Then all we need is the Waynes back at school <laughs> And all is right is All is right with the world again I bet your lot have been dragging you around School oh, uniforms yeah. New shoes Backpack Stationery yeah, Lunchbox We've got a wee one uh, Who starts school For the first time this summer He's been out today Getting his uniform Or Noah So uh, Is that enough to cause a hardened old soul Like you to shed a tear? Bottom lit's been trembling for days That's hmm. just the cost of the, the blazer <laughs> There we are uh, I was going to say Whatever's on your mind I don't really mean The cost of school uniform or anything like that. I'd rather be stuck to football If possible But keep the calls coming And the tweets as well Bill is in Jordan Hill Hi Bill Hi there What's um, on your mind tonight Bill? Celtic have, As far as I can see Celtic have two Main problem areas One is right back And the other one Is a centre half um, I don't know if Dawson the right back At West Brom Is still in dispute With the club Due to the relegation 
I think if he's not, he might make a decent buy or loan. And I think Simunovic can't play in plastic pitches. So that's six games next season he's ruled out on. So I think we should maybe be looking to recruit, sell him, because there's Italian interest in him, sell him and recruit either Liam Lindsay or Kipri from Motherwell. OK, well, to be fair to Bill, whether he's on the money or not, he's, get, he's thought it through. He's got his, his yeah. replacements lined up as well. Well, Dawson would be on a right few quid down there. Uh, and I would imagine it would be the suitors as well, whether Celtic could entice him up. It's a really good shout. But Simunovic, did they not give him a three or four year contract last year, Celtic? Yeah. So they, they clearly know about the issue that, that Bill's just talked about in terms of plastic pitches because it was the same last year when they were giving him a four year contract. So um, I'd be surprised if I, I've mentioned earlier on, I'd really be surprised if they actually brought in another centre half because effectively it'd be five. There are two levels here, Alec. You know, Simunovic and Boyata. Uh, have shown over the course of the last two years that they can go through the domestic programme with no problems whatsoever but my Celtic have taken some sore ones in Europe uh, where they are exposed uh, and th- th- there has to be for me uh, Off some elite teams you would have to yeah, concede Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely but th- if Celtic want to be regarded as a, a global brand if Brendan Rodgers wanted to leave as his legacy at Celtic Park and improved Celtic in Europe then they're not doing enough in terms of their defence to go about achieving that ambition because Simonovic and Boyata are seriously found out in Champions League. Bill, do you want to come back in? No, I just think those are the main areas. I'd like to see him again come into Celtic, but I don't think he's a priority at the moment. I think the priority is still right back in centre-half. You know, if you get rid of Simonovic and Boyata decides to stay... If Bayata doesn't decide to stay and doesn't want to accept the terms yeah. uh, that's available, he's on the last year his contract, sell him. No, that's, that's an absolute stick on, Bill. If Boyata doesn't sign a contract in the next couple of weeks, he will most certainly be sold and then obviously there'll be a replacement. So that may well... And it's interesting because you touched upon it earlier on. He says that they sold the, the, the couple of players in the window, Armstrong and Sviachenko, Sviachenko which effectively... Nullified the nine million pounds or so that they they, they brought Edward in, yeah. so that would be good business sense to to sell Boyata and then buy someone at eight or nine million pounds. Yeah. So, Bill, you're talking about what you think Celtic need. What about what what's pleasing you already? What what are you looking forward to? Oh, I'm absolutely delighted with Edward. I think he's a far far better player than Dembele. I think he's much much more skillful and po- poses bigger problems for defences. I think he's tremendous. It's, um, a, it's a bold shout yeah. Alex can you see where Bill's coming from Well I actually think he's more dynamic In terms of getting at people You know if you looked If you go back to the, the game at Ibrox Where he picked the ball up on the left hand side Drove at the back four You don't really see that with Dembele But Dembele comes alive and around about the box uh, Gordon and, and if you think about his first season He was prolific Last year he had a lot of issues with, with injuries He was uh-huh. in and out So uh, I think there's a lot more Development and both of these players, you know, if you're looking at them, you're thinking these guys can go a lot more. It's Edwards finished last week. Hugh Evans yeah. was probably that single moment was probably enough to to cause Celtic fans like Bill to get excited. That that's that's why you pay money for guys with quality at the top end of yeah. the pitch. Likewise, in Sham's finish, uh, and not so very long after that, the, the talk started of uh, English clubs, West Ham looking at in Sham and talking about all sorts of fancy money. Uh, but Celtic can't just go on bringing them in, selling them off. Uh, you know, they've, they've got their own fans to attend to. I know that in the fullness of time, money will talk and they'll all go 
Uh, but Celtic have things to do to to please Bill and the other Celtic supporters. For me, it's an intriguing one because Mister Dembele has known since he got here that he was the golden child. You know, when he scored the hat trick against Mark Warburton's Rangers, he was christened the golden child then, and the fans love him. But now he's looking around him and thinking they like Edward more than me. Uh, so what? Difference might it make to his psyche He'll want to show that he is The golden one once again And that is great for Celtic Thanks to Bill in Jordan Hill Colin's next up He's a Rangers fan on the line Hi Colin Hi Gordon, how you doing? I'm not bad Colin, what's on your mind tonight? Hi Hugh, hi Alec, how you doing? Hi yeah Hugh, I don't know if you've seen much of the boy But I'll direct my call to Alec if you've not seen him Alec, Glenn Middleton Yep What a prospect I've watched all the games that the boy's been involved in My goodness a player and a half, eh? Well, I actually watched him a few times coming off the right hand side in the development games last last season. And again, he's very dynamic. He drives at people. He's uh, hungry to get amongst the goals as well. And uh, he's eighteen year old. He, you know, he's going to obviously de- develop more as time goes on. Uh, would he be a starter for me at the moment? I'm not quite sure. Um, but you have to take it in its merit. If he again, it's how they progress. You know, with the if you get an opportunity, do you take it? Do you get a run of, run of games would give you the confidence? So it's, it's, it'll be interesting to see how he develops over the course of the coming season. How much Steven Gerrard uses him? Um, I would, yeah. I, I, I said a couple of weeks ago that I, I thought that Rangers, when this is before Steven Gerrard had a, a meltdown about his front guys when they performing one of the European games, they needed. Someone to come in and challenge either side because you had Murphy on one side and you had Candias on the other side, and they just didn't have uh, enough options to change a game if one of these guys. So, so you want competition for places. I remember watching Glenn Middleton, Alec, a number of times for Scotland's youth sides in recent years. You know, really impressive forward line they had the likes of uh, Jack Aitchison at Celtic, Glenn Middleton playing a bit wider. Listen, football, we, we perhaps complicate at times, it's pretty simple. Fans really just want to win games at the end of the day, but it's such a nice bonus as a fan if you can see a young player coming through as well, isn't it, at the club? Yeah. We all love that. You know, it's, it's, it's all well and good talking about who you're going to bring yeah. in, but if you can really see a youngster break through into the team and have an impact, that adds something a little God, bit extra, God, doesn't what it? What it adds is it actually gives the club an identity to you. That's yeah. the reason why you run all the boys' clubs. You want them to come through. And is it fair to say that's something Rangers have been... Well, lacking in Gordon, recent years. you know I've been very critical of Rangers in recent years And I've been very complimentary of Celtic You look at the, the three boys for Celtic Tierney, McGregor, Forrest It's about 150 games The last two seasons It's almost 300 games they, they, they have contributed to this double treble I look over at Rangers and I don't see the same impact And whatever way you like it That is always the yardstick for Rangers To look across the road and see what they're developing And for me they're not doing that yet And if you want to be... A bit pernickety here Middleton came In January there From, from Norwich, Norwich yeah. So it's not even one That's actually come through The system um, And if you go back To last year They had uh, The big centre half Who went to um, uh, Hamburg Bates. Uh, Bates You know He came for Rafe Rovers About a year before that So They need to Make sure Gordon That they're actually Doing better for that front We've got a good question lined up for Hugh and Alex The first full time teaser of the season They are both dreading it <laughs> And it's coming up next Clyde One Super Scoreboard Taking your calls until 8 Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray are here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard And it's that time of the night when we launch the full time teaser It's back for the new season And if you've got any questions that you'd like to send in So here's the way it works if you're not familiar You send the questions 
to us And we try and catch the guys out And then you get the bragging rights If your question managed to stump them Which, to be honest Isn't that hard sometimes Depending who's in front of me Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray This evening If you've got a question A good one that you want to get on air Send it over to us Fulltime at Clyde1.com It's fulltime at Clyde1.com So Here's the first one of the new season John Welsh from Steps Has been in touch with it Thank you to John We're looking for The last eight Top scorers In Scotland's top flight Can you name the last Eight top scorers In Scotland's top flight I'm going to make it A bit trickier Because I think it's quite easy I'm not going to tell you At the moment If they're right or wrong So You can I mean By all means Think out loud Because this is really going to Die on its backside If you don't tell me Rooney Okay So you're thinking You're thinking Boyd From Last year The season that's just passed Yep What are you thinking From the season before Dembele Okay Griffiths Right, okay. Any thoughts, Hugh Keevens? Michael Higdon. Yes, you would be going back a bit further, I assume, for that yeah, one. Yeah, but you said the last eight. Yeah, yeah. I think he was player of the year within the last eight years. Louis, oh no, he would have been about 18 then, Louis Moult, no. Mm. All right, I'll give you a bit of thinking time. Of course, you can play along on Twitter at Clyde SSB. If you think I'm going to read your tweets out and help these two, then you're wrong. <laughs> but by all means, do think out loud with us and try and help the guys with the teaser at Clyde SSB. We're on the phones as well, 0141951. 1025. I'm going to look at some of the other teams in the Premiership in just a second. Let's speak to John in Proven Mill. If you're a fan of a team which we've not really covered tonight, why not get in touch with us? John's in Proven Mill first, though. Hi, John. Welcome back, Gordon, Alex, and Hugh. Feels like we've never been away, John. <laughs> in a good way, of course. Of course. Five grand fans, is brilliant. But oh, keeps you going, doesn't it? It does keep you. And by the way, well done to David McGill, Hugh Keevans £5,000 better off just because he had the sporting knowledge To beat all other sporting knowledge in Glasgow in the West He looked dead and buried at one point, but came back He did that, Hugh, I listened to it Anyway guys, uh, Celtic fan (coughs) And uh, I always respect Alex's opinion I think Alex just shoots for the hip and sees how it is I mean, he's not a biased guy That's that's going for a Celtic fan, Alex I appreciate that, John, cheers No, you're mate (coughs) what I'm thinking about you tonight when you're talking about Rangers recruitment etc uh, and you do think there'll be a better challenge than there have been previous seasons uh-huh. I, I, I get that Hugh right and maybe uh, I still I still look at the aspect of uh, Stephen Gerrard being a rookie manager and never managed under pressure at, at top level but again going back to my own team Celtic I think in the next couple of weeks you might, you'll, you'll, see, you'll, you'll see some surprises coming to Celtic Park with this English uh, transfer window closing earlier than before and it gives the, the chance like clubs like Celtic way who's got let's put it this way they've, they've got their cash rich Celtic in, in Scotland basically and I think you'll see I, I'm hearing me whispers right for the experience I know you've got uh, Claude Toure in there for the, uh, the training aspects and the experience but I'm hearing we, we, we snippets of John Terry coming up the road to <clears throat> kind of a you know what I mean to get a bit of experience at the back and the boys the young guys etc bring guys like that but I do think Celtic will make big, big signings because we're I know we've got Rosenberg and we've got EFK Athens, but if we get by that, that, no. that, that room of Rosenberg. But uh, I do it to you. I, I think the next couple of weeks you'll, you'll see quite uh, eye-opening uh, signings here because uh, because of the aspect of the English transfer window. Uh, How can you not love the names that get thrown about at this time yeah. of the year, Hugh Keevans? Well, you know, if Stephen Gerrard can be the manager of Rangers, then John Terry can be a Celtic centre-back. But... Uh, we shall see I just get the feeling And we're all amateur psychologists in this game <laughs> I just get the feeling that Brendan Rodgers uh, Is Not overly impressed uh, By what has taken place so far 
And I think Brendan Rodgers is looking for another couple of signings to be made. And I fully understand that you come at this from... Even though he was the man who was allowed to bring in Celtic's biggest ever transfer. I repeat, Stuart Armstrong and Eric Sviachenko paid... For Rods and Edward. Yeah, but you don't. That, that that's only we are. We've got the benefit of knowing exactly what's going on this summer. When you talk about transfer records, you don't say, "Oh, well, Celtic paid six million for Chris Sutton back in the year two thousand, but they also sold whoever, and, and that yeah, made but, up the money." But, I mean, but, yeah. it, it's a record for a reason. Celtic haven't spent anywhere near that money on one player ever, yeah. and they have done this season. So, but it's a, it's always about balancing the books. Celtic cherish the annual accounts and the the ins and outs. Uh, and at the moment they're just about even because Odson Edward is a fantastic signing and well done to the club for going out of their way to get him but Celtic have money Brendan Rodgers has made Celtic £60 million in a two year spell and so far this transfer window uh, they're just about even and I think there are areas of the side that the Celtic supporters can identify uh, that could do with a fresh signing uh, And I think Brendan Rodgers Is looking for that as well But Why does it have to be the case then That you must be in a financial deficit To have Signalled your intentions Surely if you spend 9 million on a player That's a sign of intention And if you happen to be able to balance it up By selling others then Great Yeah yeah. But Balancing the books is always important For Peter Lawwell but that's and what I mean Are you only going to be satisfied then Once Celtic have spent way more than they've brought in It's not a question of me being satisfied It's the Celtic support uh, And as I say there are Levels here At domestic level Can't fault them Unsurpassed Double treble winners Never been done before Therefore Unsurpassed But Surely Celtic want to be better than Just cannon fodder In Europe and it's getting harder all the time to get into the Champions League because UEFA are making it harder because they're only interested in the elite. Uh, and the rest of us, the wee countries like Scotland, will just have to battle their way through uh, four rounds and eight matches in total uh, to see if you get into the Champions League. I just think that Celtic, given that they've created this state-of-the-art football ground, the upgrading of the floodlighting system, the... Installation of the the new pitch at a million and a half pounds, whatever it cost. I just think you 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 have to pay attention to what's on the park as well and at the highest level, and that's the the Champions League. Okay, thanks to John in Proven Mill. Keep the calls coming. I want to hear from fans of all clubs about your summer transfer activity and your hopes for the season ahead. It's a fantastic league season we've got to look forward to, Alex. I think you'll agree. Yeah. And um, we managed to touch the surface on a couple of the other teams recently, of course. You're looking at, you know, can Celtic do it again? How close yeah. can Rangers get? What about Aberdeen? Can they keep that level up? Hibs as well. Kilmarnock, arguably, well, certainly one of the stories of last Absolutely. season. Kilmarnock, Livingston, St Mirren. It's just such an intriguing season to look forward to. Absolutely. You know, um, the only thing that's actually been missing for the league, and I know there'll be Celtic fans out there screaming that I think there's a challenge at the top yeah. because it's been missed. When you look at the European places, you look at even right to the last game of the season, the Aberdeen uh, nicking second spot for Rangers, right up to the wire. You've got the relegation aspects as well. So the actual league works very well, Gordon. But there's so much expectation this year in terms of all these... The things we've spoken about tonight, Neil Lennon, he'll be looking to go again. Can he keep McGinn? Is McGinn going to Celtic? Is Lafferty leaving it? So by all these possibilities, the permutations... 
it could actually hamper it for a starter. If McGinn leaves Hibs, it becomes a problem for Neil because he's lost McGeoch and McGinn. And Scott Allen as well, yeah. in a sense. Because well, they may well be able to try yeah. and get him back in some capacity, Gordon. I would imagine he'll go back out on loan. Then you have the Hearts. They have actually about 13 players coming into the club this season. How are they going to adapt, fit in? So there's so many things. And then obviously, I, I keep in touch with what's going up at Dundee as well. They'll be looking for a far better year because they didn't get out of the woods until about the second or last third, sorry, the third last season, uh, game of the season. That was easy for me to say. <laughs> but, you know, so they'll be looking to do well because they actually spend a few quid up there. So mm-hmm. they'll be going, can Motherwell emulate what they did last year as well it's, it's amazing it's a lot of good things and positive things yeah. to look forward to well what about the new additions to the top flight then is it as simple as just staying in the division for St Mirren let's get the thoughts of their skipper Stephen McGinn we know we'll maybe not have the same um, level of success and winning runs as we had last year but we want to carry that momentum and that, that feeling on as long as we can it gives us that advantage when you play with that much confidence been a some unplayer in the Premier League before and although it maybe sounds a bit negative the object of this club should always be in the Premier League to stay in the Premier League and to achieve safety as early as we can that's still being ambitious at the same time because the earlier you achieve that safety the higher up the league you can push so that should always be the objective for this football club there's always going to be the need to um, change it up a bit and um, I suppose with the lifting uh, division we're, we're going to need that lifting quality losing Lewis Morgan is irreplaceable for a club of our size but what we need is the manager to pull one out of the hat and get one as close to him as we can What's the expectation for the season? How do you want to finish? As high as we can I think we're going into the bit of the unknown in terms of other than Livingston and Kilmarnock we've not played a lot of these teams we don't re- really know where we at, we're at yet quite a lot of the new signings we're still finding out about and a few probably hopefully the manager's able to bring in to help us again so we don't really know where we're at at the minute but we're looking to get off to a real strong start Hugh what a fascinating story St Mirren is you romp the championship outstanding form winning the championship last season you, you've come to terms with the fact that one of your best players Lewis Morgan's going to leave but that's fine because you're excited to be in the top flight the season ends and your manager goes as well so it's it's a really interesting one to see how that process pans out for St Mirren there's only one ambition that Stephen McGinn and the rest should have at St Mirren and that is to survive in the division never mind anything else if you finish 11th uh, and survive a playoff uh, fine uh, you certainly want to avoid automatic relegation it's the only ambition and that applies to Livingston to Hamilton Ackies and I would suggest to Dundee as well because they, they, they as Alex said Left it late to save themselves last season uh, That's why I think we have a league of haves and have-nots The top half will be tremendously exciting There'll be Glasgow derbies There'll be Edinburgh derbies Aberdeen will be in there Pitching as they have been for the last four years uh, And then I think Stevie Clark will kick on with Kilmarnock I think they'll be the top six But the bottom six I think uh, Is going to be uh, a war of attrition Well it's interesting because uh, I think it was uh, Tony Fitzpatrick Came out recently and says They're looking to try and get in the top six Yeah, I'm not actually sure that uh, Alan Stubbs would appreciate that Because if you listen to his captain there He's saying it's as high up as you possibly can But you yeah. have to be realistic as well Hugh Because yeah. we, we spoke about finances earlier on Usually that's the case The exception of the rule will probably be Kamarnock But you know you have to be realistic as well If they get in the top six I'd be extremely surprised this year 
I'd be more than surprised and Of course Liv- Livingston hook him up as well Hugh Keevans have a new manager I don't think anyone could have predicted that You get the two teams who come up And they both have to find new managers in the summer I think Kenny Miller I said it at the time and I repeat It was an incredibly brave decision he took Because uh, People talk about Stephen Gerrard Rookie manager No previous experience At Ibrox But Kenny Miller Is in there Straight from the dressing room To the manager's office While not leaving the dressing room behind either He wants to play He wants to manage He's in the top flight He starts at Celtic Park Incredibly brave And I still think that they are The favourites to go down Charlie is an Airdrie Hi Charlie uh, what it is, um, I've been um, listening to Tavernier, um, it's like a deja vu. He seems to be, every season, it seems to be Tavernier, he gets shoved on the television uh, and he seems to be the spokesman for Rangers every time. The last two seasons, he's come away with the exact same thing. Um, we a new manager and all the rest of it. And uh, I can't see how he's pulled the wheels out of uh, the uh, eyes because he's... Um, Jumped in, he gave him the captainship, right? Um, Gerard said yesterday that, uh, about uh, McGregor, who I said should be captain. He doesn't need to get he managed even because he's that uh, much a professional. So he could contradict himself turning and he's having the, the captainship. And um, I was watching Taylor and I couldn't believe it. I seen um, Andy Halliday still standing there with a Ranger staff on. Um, as I say, <clears throat> I'd be like to think we would win the league, but um, I still can still see a lot of dead wood uh, lying about yet. Uh, I don't know. As I say, I don't know. He's, I don't really know how he's ended up making him captain. Uh, and uh, the thing is, as I say, I would like to see. I'd like to see them out the door. I hope to tell me the hope to you get set that time in here, but. Uh, you know, I think you have to trust to, to, in the To be manager. fair to James Tavernier as well, Hugh, today was the captain's photo call at Hamden. All the yeah. captains were there, so it wasn't a, you know, he, he had to be there. Anyway, <laughs> if, if he speaks positively about the club he plays for, what's your problem? You know, if he came out and said, you know what, I, I could see Celtic winning this league by 20 points, I'm, I'm sure Charlie would be up in arms if he'd said that. Uh, I, people go on about Steven Gerrard, rookie manager. Yeah, of course, that's absolutely true. But he's not someone who was packing the shelves in a supermarket for the last 10 years. He'd been the best player in England for the last 10 years uh, or the time he, when he was at Liverpool. The man knows football inside out. Yes, he has not managed anywhere and now he's at Rangers. But, I mean, to, to question why he makes James Tavernier the captain, I mean, this is not buying into Steven Gerrard if, if you're going to start nitpicking in this fashion. He's obviously seen something in Tavernier uh, that, that he likes... And that he thinks makes him captain material. Sure, you you hit the nail on the head there. He's into pre-season. He's not exactly sure who's going to be his captain, and he's actually convinced him, James Tavernier, that he's the man to wear the armband going forward. And that's exactly what he's done. So yeah. he's done that on the merit and what he saw. How are you getting on with this teaser then? Looking Terrible. for the last eight top scorers in Scotland's top flight. So from the last eight seasons, who finished top scorer in Scotland's top flight? Right, in order to move this along, if I give you six names, mm-hmm. you could tell me how many are wrong. Okay. And then Boyd, Rooney, Higdon, Dembele, Griffiths, Commons. One of them's wrong. Oh. We'll get the answers to the full-time teaser next. 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Alex Ray and Hugh Keevens joining me, Gordon Duncan They've been racking their brains for this full-time teaser uh, They think they're getting somewhere But they're not, um, they're not quite there yet So we're looking for the top scorer From the last eight top flight seasons in Scotland And by the way, remember if you've got any good questions That you'd like to get on the show Email them over to us fulltime at Clyde1.com That's fulltime at Clyde1.com And we'll try and get your questions on this show in the coming season So, the last eight top scorers in Scotland's top okay. flight Let's be having them Right, well, we already named correctly Boyd, Rooney, Higdon, Griffiths and Commons mm-hmm. Can we submit Kenny Miller? You can Is it right? It is Right, two to go Can we say Stevie May? No Gary Hooper Yes Go on Sean oh, It's a bit early for this So let, let's You're only looking for one now So we're looking for the last Eight top scorers In Scotland's top flight Chris Boyd In the season That's just finished um, We had Lee Griffiths In the season 15-16 And then going back the way Adam Rooney Chris Commons Michael Higdon Gary Hooper Kenny Miller So you're missing one From a couple of years ago Plenty time For you to get it Um we're on Twitter at Clyde SSB as well as on the phones 0141 951 1025 um, I'll go through a couple of tweets shall we uh, Kevin Gold is on he says I'm a Rangers fan Glad to see Super Scoreboard back Glad to be back Kevin Also to see that all Scottish clubs uh, are still in Europe Well, A long way to yeah. go on that Hugh Keevans But sure. listen if we, can't, if we can't be positive about what happened last week We'd be as well chucking it well, Yes there's a long way to go Nobody's getting carried away No But we need to start At Much least needed. being optimistic Big week Big week You've got uh, Celtic with a two goal advantage I think Celtic will score uh, Against Rosenberg uh, No matter What Misgivings I might have About Celtic at the back uh, They will score I'm quite certain In Tron time uh, And they'll go through uh, Rangers have a one goal start uh, I know Alec believes There's still a bit of life left In the tie uh, But surely Alec With home advantage yeah. I go up the, the you know Stevie Gerrard will also know how embarrassing it would be to go out of Europe at Ibrox. Not with, without a doubt, Hugh. Uh, I, I seen the game last week and uh, I thought they created a few chances. They, you know, they were obviously a threat. I've always been critical of the Croatian team. They were really poor in front of goals. So you know, but just because I seen on the night, you think to yourself, Rangers most certainly have to score. Uh, uh, they were a threat of set plays as well. The the Croatian so. Still work to be done in that tie, and uh, but as you said, full house. How yeah. do they react to an environment like with, that? With Hibs, how do you know <laughs> they've played three European matches this season? There have been twenty-two goals scored in those three European matches. They're three-two to the good. They've made a, a tremendous comeback uh, at Easter Road, but for me, they're on a knife edge. And so too are Aberdeen Because at the end of the day They're playing a Burnley side Who finished a record high For the the Premier League in England Seventh last season Uh, And in Sean Dyche They have a tremendous manager So I think Aberdeen are on a shaky peg I think who knows what happens next with Hibs And I think Celtic and Rangers go through Just in terms of the bigger picture Alex Perhaps in, in years gone by Or if you're not involved um, in European qualifiers You get a nice long Summer break A pre-season And then the league campaign Rolls around And you, you sort of Feel your way into it it's just, Football is just Unrecognisable From that now Because you've already had Celtic Rangers Aberdeen Hibs Going through 
the European qualifiers The rest of the teams have been playing in the Betfred Cup You've got the first league game this Saturday Which we're all really, really looking forward to But that's going to come in the back of more European qualifiers There's going to be more sandwiched yep. in next week Before we get to the second round of league games So this start of the season is it's vital for these teams, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely, it's full on, Gordon You've got to hit the ground running uh, You also have the, the League Cup uh, yeah, Next round as well Second round as well yeah, yeah. 18th, 19th So you have that to contend with And it's about trying to get, navigate through it It's trying to get your, your full squad complement as well And then you're also trying to add to your squad I would imagine most of these teams are still trying to get a few more bodies through the door Steven Gerrard's already said that he's looking for a centre-half And most certainly another player Probably a left back I would suggest Because they're a bit light Depending on what happens With Lee Wallace So you know There's lots of factors Gordon But um, And how do you prioritise these Because they're so important On so many fronts You know the European tie And, and again it's that old adage One game at a time So you know um, If you take the the Aussie They, they beat Hadjik Split 4-1 at the weekend So they'll come into this European tie If Rangers can win that They go up to uh, uh, Pataudry on Sunday Aberdeen beat Burnley they, They're flying the home A sellout as well So It's all we play for It certainly is Still time for one more call We'll squeeze that in In just a second G Hugh Is on Twitter as well He says um, He's on about Lafferty Wondering about the similarities With Sadiq He says You know They seem similar to me Alec can you see that I know I've not really seen Much of Omar Sadiq yes. just yet But is he on to something Well the, well, the thing is Gordon See for me The more options you have I was saying earlier on About the wider areas I felt Rangers were quite light Because they had Candias And Murphy on one side I felt as if they needed more there But see if you've got More striker options It gives you a chance To change the game up Whereas you're just Persevering with one or two options So For me It's more the merrier I actually don't know What you're going to get But the, the big fella I seen him a wee bit On, on a computer yesterday And you know, one minute he was looking like a world beater And you're thinking, right, okay But again, you, it's very difficult to gauge Because you don't know where they are at what physically look, What do they look like the next minute? Oh no, no, but the thing is, you it, It's difficult to tell, you know well, Stephen Gerrard said he was a good few weeks away, didn't yeah. he? From full fitness, if you like Yeah, well the, th- the thing is, as well, he's young He's going to have to settle into, you know, Scottish football uh, What I can guarantee is, is He would never have come into an environment like it Scottish football is unique in some ways You know, I come back up when I was 34 I was very hurry scurry Whereas I was back down in England Playing my stuff For most of my career And you have to adapt to it And yep. it's very difficult A lot of people don't do it Let's squeeze in Sean From Craig End What's your point tonight Sean? Hi there guys I'm actually looking forward To this season With Rangers uh, Hopefully a good Strong Aberdeen Strong Celtic Strong Hibs And even maybe A strong St Myrna So I actually think It's got to be a good season I actually went to the bookies And put on Rangers To win the league I got 71 For a tenner So that's 80 credit factors I'm actually Quite confident Rangers could Challenge Celtic this season Please gamble responsibly Has Sean done that Alex? <laughs> if he's putting a tenner on I don't think That's he's got not too, too much to worry okay. about So I think it's just a flutter for him Sean and, uh, But he's right with Can that be a realistic aim? Well listen you, Because listen as a fan You're more than entitled to, to listen, aim high You never know But is it possible? Well the thing is We've touched upon the show tonight Where We've spoke about Celtic They've very much Got the personnel in place I've added a, the record signing into the bargain as well Rangers have brought in 10 players Potentially 12 Over the next couple of days So it's how quickly They can gel And get off to a flyer Because I think I think it's vital That Rangers get off to a flyer If they're going to do it Whether you agree With Sean's uh, betting techniques Or not Hugh Keevans yeah. What I'm glad he did say It just seems There just seems to be A feel good factor About this league It feels well, like Everyone's looking forward to it There's a lot of intrigue A lot of interest And maybe it's just me Cannot wait to get going On Saturday For the last two years 
And Sean would not dispute this Rangers have been bumped from pillar to post They have been humiliated in Europe They have been humiliated at home In the league matches against Celtic They've been humiliated away against Celtic league matches They've been knocked out of cup competition After cup competition They have meant nothing in terms of The league title race Now After a two year gap like that They have a a manager Yes who has not managed a club before But who has the supporters Believing in him They have signed that Players of a professional level that hasn't been there before Pedro Cachina flooded the place with people who were unfit for purpose They just look more solid, more reliable And if Sean and many others want to have a, a punt Be my guest Okay, let's quickly round off the teaser Looking for the last eight top scorers in Scotland's top flight Boyd, Griffiths, Rooney, Commons, Higdon, Hooper and Miller You're one short from the season 16-17 I don't mind telling you that as a wee clue since we're nearly finished <sighs> It wasn't one of the big clubs, if you can call them that. McLean at St Johnson? Nope. Is, yeah. he, is he a Motherwell player? Nope. <laughs> he got a move to the English Championship on the back of this and then actually suffered a pretty bad injury straight away, so we didn't really get to see the best of him down there. <laughs> you like the as well, I'm trying to think. The team he went to in England is all shares a name with a popular menswear high street store, Hugh Evans. Think Derek Johnson's joke book here You'll get it <laughs> The team he went to Was oh. Burton Albion Yes He's Northern Irish Boyd No Close uh, it's, it's Boyce Boyce Well done Liam Boyce, Liam Boyce. <laughs> Thank you to Hugh wow. Keevans and Alex Ray Thanks to everyone who phoned And tweeted on the first Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard of the season We'll do it all over again tomorrow In the company Of Gordon DL And Roger Hanna <laughs>